Welcome to Team Peds Talks, newest series focused on nurse practitioner leadership and career development, brought to you by the National Association of Pediatric Nurse Practitioners, or NAPNAP, an organization of experts in pediatrics and advocates for children. Thank you for joining us today for our episode. This series of podcasts includes conversations with expert leaders in pediatric healthcare with a focus on advancing career development and leading change. I am your host, Dr. Andrea Klein-Tilford, NAPNAP's Executive Board President. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, nurse practitioner director at CS Mott Children's Hospital in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and a mother of two children. I am so excited to welcome you to this episode on Pediatric-Focused Nurse Practitioner Workforce. I am joined today by a Pediatric Nurse Practitioner Workforce expert and NAPNAP member, Dr. Kristen Hiddle-Geely. Dr. Geely is one of the nation's experts on Pediatric-Focused Nurse Practitioner Workforce. She's a nationally recognized speaker and is published on the topic. It is such a pleasure to be joined by her today. I would like to start out with asking Dr. Geely to tell us a little bit more about herself and her professional experience. Hi, it's so great to be here. I am an acute care pediatric nurse practitioner and have worked in pediatric critical care uh, as a nurse practitioner since 2008. Doing my work in the critical care environment made me want to know more about what nurse practitioners were doing to improve care for patients. And so I started doing research, looking at the roles of nurse practitioners in pediatric hospital care. That led me to a PhD and a postdoc, um, and now a faculty role at the University of Texas in Arlington, where my research focuses on the nurse practitioner workforce, pediatric health outcomes, and the influence of health policy on both of those things. And um, I have the opportunity to work with great graduate students who are pursuing their nurse practitioner degrees as well. So it's a really great opportunity to, um, to be involved in nurse practitioner workforce research. Well, that is really fantastic. And we are so happy that you are here with us today. Let's start with a question that is at the core of children's health. Are there enough pediatric providers to take care of our nation's children? And do we know how many pediatric-focused nurse practitioners are practicing in the United States? So the answer is complicated, and it really depends on where you are in the country. We know that there are disparities in access for kids to help pediatric healthcare providers across the country. We know that urban areas are more likely to have providers than rural areas. We know that kids that have special health care needs are less likely to have access to the services that they need because of shortages in particular types of pediatric providers. And so it's variable. For example, we know that about half of children's hospitals report that they don't have enough pediatric developmental um, specialists. About 30% don't have enough pediatric neurologists. Many don't have enough infectious disease experts. And so there's a lot of pockets where we know that even in large academic medical centers, we don't have enough healthcare providers to take care of kids. And when we think about primary care, that's when we really start to worry about the rural, urban um, disparities in access. We also know that our workforce doesn't do a good job of matching the population of patients that we're taking care of. And so from the standpoint of racial, ethnic diversity, our population is much more diverse than our workforce. And so we can be doing a lot more to make sure that 
we're doing a good job taking care of our kids in the country. When we look specifically though at the pediatric focused nurse practitioner workforce, we know from a 2018 study um, that was done using the National Sample Survey, uh, it takes a sample of nurses in all of the states and provides estimates for national populations of nurses that there are nearly 70,000 pediatric focused advanced practice registered nurses in the country. And that sounds like a lot, but of the total population of nurse practitioners, it's a small percentage. Even smaller when you kind of get down into the details of that, about 24,000 have certifications as pediatric acute or primary care nurse practitioners or neonatal nurse practitioners. And so there are about 45,000 non-pediatric certified nurse practitioners who are helping to take care of kids across the country. Um, and so we have, um, we have need for more practitioners to take care of kids for sure in this country. Wow, well, I'll say. So do you have any idea, can you tell us about the future trajectory of pediatric focused nurse practitioners? We are an essential part of the workforce. In 2020, nurse practitioners were the most highly recruited members of healthcare teams. And so the word is out. People know that nurse practitioners make a difference in care delivery. And so it's now our job to make sure that there are enough pediatric focused nurse practitioners who are able to fill the need um, that there is for providing care to our kids. So when did you first become interested in the pediatric focused nurse practitioner workforce and what were your first steps in getting involved? I was involved in the National Association of Pediatric Nurse Practitioners Professional Issues Committee. And one of the roles of that committee was to work on position statements, talking about the roles of nurse practitioners in providing care. Um, and as we were writing these position statements, we would go to the literature to try and understand what roles nurse practitioners were playing in providing care to kids. And at that point in time, it was the early 2010s. There wasn't um, really any robust data talking about pediatric nurse practitioners. There had been lots of work in adult nurse practitioner workforce um, studies, but not in pediatrics. And so we wanted to be able to say that we knew that pediatric nurse practitioners were providing good care but the, the studies just hadn't been done. And so that frustrated me to the point of getting involved and doing something about it. And so the first step really was figuring out what we knew. Um, Judy Berger from the University of Pennsylvania and her team had done some work um, about five years prior to my start um, and interest in this, looking at roles in critical care. And Dr. Gary Freed and his team at the University of Michigan had done some work looking kind of nationally at the landscape of pediatric nurse practitioners and their incorporation in all kinds of settings. Um, but nothing had been done looking at outcomes and how nurse practitioners were going into settings and delivering care. And so that's how I got started by wanting to know more and wanting to be able to show that the care that we were providing was with care and making a difference for kids and their families. Well, we are so lucky that you got involved in this work. Um, so what are some of the biggest workforce issues that face the nurse practitioner profession? Are the challenges the same across all nurse practitioners or are pediatric nurse practitioners or pediatric focused nurse practitioners uniquely impacted? 
So this is a really exciting time to be a pediatric nurse practitioner or any kind of nurse practitioner, because there's a lot of national policies and the national recommendations that are coming out that are going to have implications for our workforce for the years to come. One of the big reports that came out this year was the Future of Nursing 2020 to 2030 report. And in that report, it really challenges nurses to take a look at social determinants of health, which is really important. It's something that nurse practitioners have been leading on in their care delivery for a long time. And so it's really drawing attention to the roles that nurse practitioners can play in affecting social determinants of health that affect health outcomes. It focuses on removal of barriers, both at state and institutional levels. And from a nurse practitioner standpoint, as states make headway on state scope of practice regulations, we're finding more and more that institutions are putting barriers to practice in place. And so we have great challenges and so many opportunities to make differences within the institutions that we work in, to make our care more effective, increase patients' access to our care, and really advance the, the professionalism of nurse practitioner practice across the country. And then the third exciting challenge in the report is really addressing diversity, equity, and inclusion. And in pediatrics in particular, where our patient population is more diverse than the population of the country, it really challenges us and provides an opportunity for us to lead um, in diversifying our workforce as we think about growing the pipeline of future pediatric focused nurse practitioners. The second big change is coming from uh, education. And there have been changes to the essentials and competency-based education for nurse practitioner students, as well as coming changes to the amount of training that nurse practitioners will have in their clinical experiences. And so the issues and challenges that we have there are um, how we grow our ability to support and train more nurse practitioners for a longer period of time. And that's gonna require all of the practicing nurse practitioners to step up and play a role in helping orient and precept um, nurse practitioners that are coming through the pipeline. And then the third ongoing challenge has really been the pandemic and how we continue to respond and adapt to the ongoing um, persistence of the COVID-19 pandemic uh, and it's having impacts on our workforce. As we think specifically though about the pediatric focused workforce, um, our workforce is small in comparison to the overall population of the nurse practitioner workforce. And so it becomes challenging when we're looking at our workforce to understand how it's functioning and what roles our pediatric focused nurse practitioners are providing um, in care. And so having data that is able to drill down specifically and look at different types of pediatric focused nurse practitioners is really um, unusual to have. And so it makes it difficult to look at the impact that we have on care. The study from 2018 that surveyed nurses across the country had so few pediatric nurse practitioners in the study sample that they had to group all of them together. So we don't have specific data about primary care or acute care nurse practitioners or even neonatal nurse practitioners. We're all considered one group of providers. And having that level of distinction in knowing who's doing what and where across the country can make a difference in kids' access to pediatric advanced practice registered nurses. 
So Dr. Geely, you started to talk about this and let's go a little bit deeper into this. Our listeners might be wondering if COVID-19 has had an impact on the pediatric focused nurse practitioner workforce. Are there data that address this issue? We do have some data. A study was done in 2020 that surveyed pediatric focused nurse practitioners trying to understand in the early part of the pandemic what the influence of COVID-19 had been on nurse practitioner practice. And what we found is really um, startling. We, we learned from this study that about 20% of pediatric focused nurse practitioners felt they were practicing in an unsafe setting. And that about a quarter of them felt unprepared and under supported to provide care to their patients during the pandemic. At that point in time, this was um, about a year ago, kind of spring of 2020, when this data was collected, about 78% of the survey respondents were concerned about their personal levels of anxiety as a result of the pandemic. And about half of them reported moderate to extreme levels of anxiety. Compare that to the general population, anxiety levels are about 20%. So um, even though pediatric patients were less severely impacted by COVID at that point in the pandemic, it was still having a significant effect on the mental health of pediatric focused nurse practitioners. About two thirds were feeling depressed or hopeless. And we know that both anxiety and depression over time can lead to burnout. And burnout is um, exacerbated by exhaustion and Um, other challenges in a work environment. And at that point in time, 80% of pediatric-focused nurse practitioners had some degree of burnout in their burnout assessment. And so these are serious problems for the mental health and longevity of the workforce. People who experience anxiety, depression, and burnout are more likely to leave the workforce. And those that stay in the workforce tend to report lower quality of care associated with their anxiety and burnout in particular. And so these are serious concerns, both for our ability to provide care, but also to ensure that we're delivering quality care to these kids and their families over time. Wow, such concerning information. Um, Dr. Geely, is there any sunshine here? What are the ways that we can address these issues in the workforce? So there's a multi-pronged approach that we can take to addressing these issues. Most of them um, need to be led by organizations and the institutions that we're working in. But we have also a role that we can play in ensuring that we're doing as much as we can to maintain our own mental health. So from a personal standpoint, we can do things like engaging in well-being behaviors. That can be things like practicing gratitude, engaging in mindfulness, and participating in cognitive behavioral therapy. It can be simple things like making sure we're doing things that have a healthy lifestyle, getting exercise, um, eating right, making sure we're getting sleep. But in some cases, we may need to seek help from mental health experts. And we need to make sure that we um, acknowledge how we're feeling and get assistance if we need it. From an organizational standpoint, from an organizational standpoint, Uh, We can work with our institutions and our employers to make sure that we have safe and healthy clinical work environments. That's ensuring that we have enough staff to take care of the patients that we have, 
It's making sure that we have things like PPE and other supplies and equipment. It's making sure that the roles of pediatric focused nurse practitioners are affirmed in an organization and that organizations are valuing the role that we're playing in taking care of patients. And so there's a lot of work that's been done prior to the pandemic looking at a clinical um, environments and what we can do to strengthen those. And so institutions um, have ways that they can help support providers during the pandemic. And so we need them to take care of the workforce at this point and help address some of these concerns. Great, thank you. Such important information. You know, what can be done to attract more nurses to pediatrics and specifically to become pediatric focused nurse practitioners? You know, as well as I do, that taking care of kids is great. Um, kids are amazing and they're resilient. And the opportunity to work with kids as they're growing in their families is such a, a wonderful opportunity. And uh, we need to make sure that other people know that and understand that taking care of kids can be a great thing. And so we need to promote pediatrics and our role as pediatric nurses. That can start with engaging with middle school and high school students to help them know that there are roles for pediatric nurses and um, what it is that pediatric nurses do to take care of kids and their families. It can be focused in undergraduate education and making sure that nurses who are nursing students who are working on their undergraduate education have exposure to pediatric clinicals, um, both in hospital settings, but also in community settings. Kids are healthy. Most kids are healthy and don't interact with the hospital system. And so how do we make sure that undergraduate nursing students have the opportunity to see kids in their environments? Can they spend time working at camps or daycare centers or going to school settings and doing nursing interventions and nursing care in those settings? So I think we need to think creatively about how we're exposing people before they become nurses to nursing careers and nursing opportunities. And then once people are nurses, making sure that as they're thinking about going back to be a nurse practitioner, they know that there's a demand for pediatric focused nurse practitioners, that there are specialties that they can work in for primary care um, and helping them understand the roles. And that if they wanna take care of kids, the best decision when they're thinking about obtaining a nurse practitioner degree is to obtain a pediatric focused degree, whether that's as an acute or primary care pediatric nurse practitioner or a neonatal nurse practitioner, or even a family nurse practitioner who really focuses um, their clinical experiences and the care of pediatric patients as they're getting their nurse practitioner degree. Great, thank you. So shifting gears a little bit, are there enough resources to train the pediatric focused nurse practitioners that we need for the future? The short answer is no. <laughs> The longer answer is there are multiple places that we can work to make sure that we have enough resources to train the pediatric focus nurse practitioner workforce that we need for the future. I like to think of this as a bow tie analogy, where on one end of the bow tie, we have nurses that want to become nurse practitioners or pediatric nurse practitioners, and they want to enroll in the program. Nursing programs turn away more students than they can admit. And the reason, the knot in the bow tie is the number of nursing faculty that we have. And 
our restriction or the limitations in nursing faculty to train new nurses prevents the pipeline from growing and getting us to the numbers of nurse practitioners that we need to help take care of kids. So there's a shortage of doctorally prepared nurses um, who can help train the future generation of pediatric nurses and pediatric nurse practitioners. Between 2008 and 2017, there was about a 25% reduction in the number of pediatric nurses nationwide. And that reduction doesn't just impact our ability to provide care, but also impacts our ability to educate um, because fewer nurses in general translates to fewer educators as well. We also know that there aren't enough pediatric focused education programs across the country. Um, in 2017, there were only about 100 programs for pediatric nurse practitioners across the country. Uh, about 97 programs had primary care training available and about 40 had acute care training. And if we want to grow our workforce, we need to have more pediatric education programs across the country to make it accessible to students who are interested. There has been a growth in online programs. About a third of the programs are offered online, but that's still probably not enough to meet the educational needs, uh, particularly as we're dealing with COVID and so much has shifted to online, um, not just in our care, but in our learning that we need to think about ways that we can make these educational opportunities accessible to students across the country who are interested in pediatric focus, nurse practitioner focus. So do you have any advice um, for what clinically practicing pediatric focus nurse practitioners can do to impact the workforce issues that we have facing ahead of us uh, or what employers can do? Yeah, so we can do a lot. P uh, practicing nurse practitioners can advocate for their role. That is the most important thing that we can do. About 25% of pediatric nurse practitioners report that their institutions have some kind of additional barriers to their practice. If we can work within our institutions to address those barriers, that is a great way to impact the workforce. About half of us say, that the, the colleagues that we work with, physicians, administrators, bedside nurses, um, don't understand our roles and our sphere of practice. And we haven't done a good job of educating those people. And so if we can start with just educating the people that we work with and are around on a routine basis, that can have great ripple effects for um, the workforce and address some of the issues and awareness of the roles of pediatric focused nurse practitioners. The other thing I would challenge clinically practicing nurse practitioners to do is precept. About 60% of nurse practitioners report that they don't precept. About a third of those say they don't precept because they've never been asked. So if you're a nurse practitioner out there who hasn't been asked to precept, but you are interested in precepting, I would encourage you to reach out to a local school. They will be overjoyed to know that you are willing to work with nurse practitioner students. And I'm certain that they will find a role for you in their programs. And the other challenge we have is that about a third of employers restrict nurse practitioners from precepting. And so another way we can work within our institutions is to advocate for our roles as preceptors as a significant clinical responsibility that we can have to impact the future care for kids. And so, that's, there's just some things nurse practitioners can do. Employers um, can advocate for us within our organizations 
and at the state to try and remove as many barriers to practice as they can. Employers have roles in supporting our transitions to practice. Um, when we graduate, they can make sure that we're, we have time to orient to the roles that we're assuming. Um, it's not the same being a bedside nurse as it is being a nurse practitioner. And while we have education, there's still transition associated with the change in roles. And so making sure that people have time to have a supported transition can make a huge difference. And then making data available to show what nurse practitioners are doing within their institutions and how they're impacting care is another great way that they can help build transparency and accountability for their roles, um, but also show the great work that nurse practitioners are doing in care of kids. What terrific suggestions. Thank you. Dr. Julie, can you tell our listeners about what strategies can be used to retain pediatric-focused nurse practitioners once they are in the workforce? Yeah, this is really important. We work really hard to get people into the workforce. And so we want them to stay and we want them to feel valued as they're working to take care of kids and their families. And so there's a couple of things that we can do. And one of them is to build visibility for the role. Um, if you're working in an institution or a practice, make sure that you're focused, you're featured um, in the materials, that you're on the website, that you're in handouts that the institution might have about their healthcare team. And make sure they're using nurse practitioner positive language, um, that they aren't referring to you as the other provider or uh, the mid-level provider. Make sure they're acknowledging you for your professional expertise as a nurse practitioner. They can also make sure that they're supporting you with ongoing education. We talked a little bit about the transition to practice. So that's an important time, but also making sure that you have opportunities to have ongoing continuing education as part of your role in your development as a practitioner, as you become more experienced and you have potentially very specific educational needs as you work in a particular kind of practice. And then acknowledging that our role is more than just clinical care, uh, making sure that nurse practitioners have time to um, teach, participate in quality improvement, participate in research, and do those other professional roles of the nurse practitioner that we learn about in school that's beyond just providing care to patients and their families. Dr. Julie, before we wrap up today, can you tell us a little bit about any healthcare policies that may help or hinder the workforce? There are a couple of policies uh, that we can advocate for. One is currently being considered by the US Congress called the Future Advancement of Academic Nursing Act or the FAN Act. And this is legislation that would increase funding for nursing school enrollment, provide more support for faculty for nursing programs, and help make education programs more modern. So help with some of that transition to online learning that may increase our pediatric focused workforce. So that's one thing that we can advocate for. The other thing that would be really important to consider supporting is the National Healthcare Workforce Commission. We know that workforce data is so important to understand the supply of workers to take care of kids. Congress authorized this commission in 2010 but never appropriated money or funding to support this commission. And so it's never been started. And given the changes that the workforce is undergoing in response to the pandemic, this is a really important time for them to consider funding this initiative so that we can understand where the gaps are in the workforce to make sure that all Americans have access to the healthcare and healthcare providers that they need. 
if you could leave our listeners with one suggestion on how to get involved with workforce issues, what would that be? I think that that's a simple, and that's promoting your role. Make sure that people in your practice know who you are and what you're doing. That's the staff that you work with, it's the patients that you see. Make sure that every patient and family that you interact with knows that you're a pediatric nurse practitioner or pediatric-focused nurse practitioner. Make sure that you're engaging in your community to provide your expertise as a pediatric healthcare provider. Work with your schools, um, your public health department. There's so many places in our communities where we can get involved and make a difference for kids' health. But by promoting who we are and what we do, we can have an impact on the workforce and other people will be aware of what we're doing and bringing visibility to the role. It's really essential. All right. Thank you so much. And one final question for you today, Dr. Geely. On your journey to becoming a nurse practitioner leader, what one piece of advice was most impactful for you along this road to leadership? I think that we all have so many demands on our time and so many things that we could be doing. One of the pieces of advice that's really made a difference to me is to identify the thing that you're uniquely qualified to do and only do that. Find your space and define it and then work within it. Don't take on all of the problems of all the world for everyone. Find that one thing that you know you can contribute to and make a difference and work in that space because it will make a difference. Oh, I love that piece of advice. Thank you so much. I would like to thank you, Dr. Geely, for joining me on Team Peds Talks. It's been such a pleasure to discuss challenges and opportunities surrounding the pediatric-focused nurse practitioner workforce. This is such a critical discussion and a topic that requires more attention from clinicians, educators, policymakers, and so many more. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining on this episode of Team Peds Talks, focused on nurse practitioner leadership and career development. Please listen to our entire series, which launches episodes on Thursdays. The National Association of Pediatric Nurse Practitioners has other Team Peds Talks podcasts to share with the pediatric healthcare community, including conversations on child health equity, child and adolescent mental health, and pediatric emergency care. Thank you for joining.